What is up guys, it is Quinn here. And in this video, I'm gonna be going through some of my top buy low players heading into week 11 of the NFL season. So these are guys that I wanna go out. I'm targeting these players to try to get them onto my roster. If you guys have any fantasy questions, as always, you can drop them down below. It could be start, sit, trade advice, waiver wire. I will be responding to every single person. And then actually also, if you guys just wanna drop down when your uh, trade deadlines are, that would help me out a lot because I kinda wanna figure out you know how many more weeks I'll be doing these videos. I think I'll definitely have at least one more week, maybe two, but I think it would be cool to just kind of, you know, see where all the trade deadlines are at in all the different leagues. Um, and then if you guys do enjoy, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. And then I do just want to talk about underdog fantasy football, where if you guys uh, use code Quinn or the uh, link in the description, they will double your first deposit up to $100. You guys can hop into uh, some fun pick'em games. Uh, that's what I like to do, you know, for a lot of these primetime games. I feel like it gives you something to cheer for, even if you're not, you know, you know, rooting for one team super heavily. So one of the uh, props that I like for that Monday night game is Terry McLaurin um, over 54 and a half receiving yards. To me, this number seems really low. In three games that Terry McLaurin has played with Taylor Heineke, he has gone for 73, 113, and 56 receiving yards. So he's gone over that number in three games. His targets have been very, very consistent, eight, eight, and nine. Now I do understand the Eagles have a very tough defense, but the Eagles are probably likely gonna be ahead pretty early on. I'm guessing this is going to be a decently heavy game script in terms of you know passing for the commanders. So I like that number for McLaurin. If you guys do wanna jump into some of those pickums, link in the description or code Quinn at underdog fantasy. But let's jump into the uh, first buy low player I have, and it is going to be Mike Evans. So he is coming off back-to-back -back down games. He had five receptions for 40 yards uh, two weeks ago, and then this past week, only five for 54. And then he's also heading into a bye week. So basically, it's going to be three straight weeks of very limited production for Mike Evans. However, I do think there are a lot of positives moving forward for this Bucks offense. They had been trending down for a long, long time. This had looked like a pretty miserable unit, you know, going from like the Steelers game, the Panthers game, Ravens, Rams, like even though they won that Rams game, it was not a good look. This offense had looked very rough and I know it was against the uh, Seahawks, but the Bucks offense looked pretty competent yesterday. It was still very run heavy. I still do not trust Byron Leftwich moving forward. But for me here, going after Mike Evans, this is me making a bet that they are going to improve after the bye. Maybe they do some self-scouting. It helps out this offense. I want to bet on the offense with Tom Brady, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. We know who Mike Evans is. And so far this season, his volume has actually been pretty solid. He's just been missing out on the touchdown upside. Evans has always been someone where you can just kind of bank in for double-digit touchdowns. So far this season, in nine games, he only has three touchdowns. And that's not necessarily due to Mike Evans, you know, like not being great in the red zone or not producing. It's just the fact that there haven't been a ton of passing touchdowns for these Buccaneers wide receivers. So it's not like Evans is underperforming. It's just that like the touchdowns aren't even up for grabs. So I think the bye week is going to help these guys. I still view Mike Evans in that like wide receiver 11 to wide receiver 13 range. I still think he's totally in play to be a top 12 wide receiver rest of season. And like I said, I'm just going to be making a bet that this offense does get better and just making a bet on a very talented wide receiver. Evans is someone who has the, uh, 
you know, I guess reputation of being very boom or bust. A lot of people don't like that. So, you know, this is the time to capitalize if you are trying to get Mike Evans on your roster. Now, sticking at the wide receiver position, we have Chris Olave. As you guys know, I've been a big Chris Olave guy in redraft this year. Honestly, in uh, Dynasty, you know, like the draft process, I wasn't overly high on him. I think I was, you know, pretty in line with consensus. But so far this season, he has been incredibly impressive. But over the last three weeks, he has been pretty underwhelming. 10.2, 13.1, and then seven PPR points. He also hasn't gotten into the end zone over that stretch, which is going to, you know, affect those overall point numbers. I could see the Saints uh, going back to Jameis Winston. They started off with Jameis. They go to Dalton. He's really struggled over the past few weeks. I feel like they definitely could go back to Winston, you know, moving forward. I think Winston is going to give Chris Olave a higher ceiling if they do make that move. But even if Dalton stays, like Chris Olave is still commanding a lot of targets. He's still clearly this team's wide receiver one. I just have to buy into the talent here. And, you know, over the course of a season, you're going to have a few down games in a row. We just saw with Amon Ra, right? He had like the two injured games. And then he had two just, you know, nothing crazy games where he's not tanking in your lineup, but he's giving you decent production, like 13, 10 points. Then he goes out, has a huge boom week. People wanted to give up on him. So I do like Chris Olave. I view him as a mid to high end wide receiver two rest of season. And you may be able to get him more as a back end wide receiver two. If you can get him for that price, I would definitely be going after Chris Olave. Now shifting over to the running back position, we have Cordero Patterson. And I think Patterson is a really solid buy low because he really went out and just burned a lot of people on Thursday night football. Not only did he just tank in the production department, five carries, one reception, three PPR points, but I feel like it always stings more, you know, when you're on primetime. If this Falcons-Panthers game took place on, you know, uh, one o'clock on a Sunday afternoon, like it hurts, but I feel like people don't care. When people are actually sitting down watching that Thursday night football game, watching Patterson just do absolutely nothing, watching the Falcons run out like four different running backs in just a really, really gross box score. I just feel like it, you know, hurts a little more in that situation. I think Patterson is still likely not 100%, right? The first game back, he had a big day, but it was due to touchdowns. He scored twice. It wasn't due to, you know, a ton of volume. Him and Algier were still splitting touches. So it wasn't like he had come back into his massive workload. So with that Thursday night game, he's going to have a week and a half to get ready for the uh, week 11 game on Sunday. And in the three healthy games that we have seen from Cordero Patterson, the first three games of the season, he averaged 16.3 carries per game and 2.3 targets per game. I think we're a week or two away from getting that healthy, you know, close to 100% Cordero Patterson back. And with that workload, we know the Falcons are going to be very run heavy. That's their identity. Arthur Smith will, you know, go down with the ship on that. I think with that workload and being healthy, he's going to be a mid to high end running back too. Maybe if he gets lucky with touchdowns, he could be even higher than that. But right now, I feel like he's probably looked at outside the top 20 running backs due to really just one bad game. Whereas if you ask people before that Thursday night game, they'd probably think he's a high end running back too. So I do like Patterson. And then the uh, final buy low of the week is going to be Michael Pittman. And his value has just absolutely tanked over the past few weeks. Early on in the season, people were viewing Michael Pittman as, you know, a borderline top 12 wide receiver. Some people probably even had him, you know, in the top 12, maybe even in the top 10. The last four weeks, the production just hasn't been there. 9.8, 12.3, 5.2, 
and 12.3 PPR points. That's over the last four weeks. I think at this point in time, he's likely viewed as a mid-tier wide receiver three or even worse. Like some of the questions I was seeing about like start sits, it was like Michael Pittman or just this like random wide receiver you'd find on waivers in most leagues. Like people are very, very anti-Michael Pittman at this point. And I understand it based on the production, but I still think Pittman can honestly be a weekly start. The volume has been there even in games where he hasn't produced. He has seen eight or more targets in seven of the nine games. And I think Matt Ryan being named the uh, starter moving forward is going to be huge for Michael Pittman. It just wasn't going to be happening with Sam Ellinger. With Matt Ryan, like Michael Pittman is probably close to where he was early on in the season. So I definitely think he can be a top 20 guy rest of season. Now, I'm not going to be giving up a top 20 wide receiver for him because I don't think that is how he is valued, but I totally think he could be like that type of guy moving forward. But I think he's definitely a solid buy low here if someone in your league is still panicking about Pittman and want to get him off of their roster. So those are going to be the four buy low players, Mike Evans, Chris Olave, Cordero Patterson, and Michael Pittman. Like I said, if you want to run trades by me down below in the comments, I will get back to you. You know, let you know what I think, if it's good or bad, you're winning or losing. If you want to sign up for Underdog, code Quinn or link in the bio, as always, or the uh, description. As always, thank you guys for stopping by, and I'll see you in the next one.